0: This is The Courier Talking Football. I'm Eric Nicholson, and with me are Jim Spence and Sean Hamilton. Well, gentlemen, we have one of the big the big characters in Scottish football is back, and he is back on our patch. Craig, one of the big beasts, is back in Courier country. Craig Levine. Craig Levine. What's the, what's the first thing that comes into your mind when I say Craig Levine then, Jim?
1: First thing that comes into my mind. Um,
0: Did you have any run-ins with him, first no, of all? No, no, he was
1: fine. Um, I had, uh, in fact, Eddie Thompson had tipped me off when he was um, leaving Great to come the company United, and I'd phoned him up, and I, I got that classic journalistic dilemma. He asked me to keep it quiet, to hang on, you know. Um, but I mean, obviously, I know, I've known him for a lot of years before that. I interviewed him 15 times um, at Hearts, and... Uh, and All the rest of it, so there are many things come to mind. Um, he was enjoyable company on a trip that I did with Scotland to Spain when we lost a 3 1 in Alicante. He was the manager then, you know. I think he had a run in with a journalist that night, you know. And those, those were usually unfortunate for the journalists involved. Um, he, uh, you know, I, I spoke at Eddie Thompson's funeral with him, you know. Um, Ach, a, a lot of things. I mean, we've crossed paths many a time. I interviewed him most Saturdays after games at Tanadice when I was working for BBC. And no, I've never had a run-in with him. I, I know that some have, but he's always been, um, he's, he's been very good. I did have a run-in with his former agent, John Calhoun, who phoned me up once to complain that he was very disappointed in what I'd said about Craig the night before on the radio uh, until I pointed out I hadn't been on the radio the night before. <laughs> <laughs> and he had to apologize. Obviously somebody with the same Dorset tones as me, but I think it's Jim, a fascinating Jim
0: appointment.
1: <laughs> it's a fascinating appointment. Um because Saints have gone back to the future.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And gone back to the future with the kind of man you're that overall control of the club and they've landed a manager and a director of football in one.
0: Well, I think we're gonna mm. we'll come to that sort mm. of uh, those those themes, Sean. But did it yeah. did it shock you, pleasantly surprise you? I mean, we're kind of from the, from the moment I saw I'm um, in the stand. Things um, at Mcdermott Park last Wednesday night. Things started moving, and yep. obviously I was starting making phone calls and finding out. You know, <laughs> is this how how serious is this? Yeah. Quickly found out that it was, and from then on, I think I think your heart was set on Craig Levine, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, it was. Well, I think when I think back to last week's uh, episode, um, one of the questions we asked was, "Who who do you fancy?" And I I didn't say Craig Levine. I said Tommy Wright, but I wasn't sure how likely that was going to be. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think uh, I mean Craig Levine, he may well <laughs> wrestle at the comparison. I don't know, but I don't he's think a he would. He's a Tommy right type in would. the sense that, that comparison. He's um, he's he's plenty of experience. He's got plenty of gravitas about him, mm-hmm. um, and uh, as Tommy did at St. John'son, uh, I suspect he will he will have influence beyond just what happens on the park first team level. Uh, so in that respect, uh, and given what, uh, given that I think the club needs that, mm-hmm. I'm uh, very, very happy with the appointment. And as you say, uh, initially I was surprised um, when the story came out, obviously mm-hmm. that you wrote that he'd been there and had stayed for the full 90. And I think that was telling. Yeah, well, I was, well I was making sure I watched him as well. In retrospect.
0: I, you know, you're you're spinning plates at the end of a midweek game yeah. particularly when you're you know there's a possibility of there being a late equalizing it'd be a rip it up rip it up start again thing but yeah, yeah so I'm, f- I'm focusing on trying to keep an eye on Aye. craig levine what he, what he's craig doing and all the rest of it so yeah but i
2: mean you see you see football people at matches all the time you know it's it's a regular thing but normally they're kind of up and out their seats oh he was next to you know whatever. i think dan jackson was there yeah. you're right yeah you that's see
0: what these guys get up they and beat the the traffic. after
2: an hour, <laughs> 70 minutes something like that they're done the fact he stayed the 90 i think in retrospect is, is 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 instructive he wanted to see the full thing uh to arm himself with as much info mm-hmm. as he possibly could knowing yeah likely what was what was coming um so yeah that surprised me but it, it, as i say, after after i thought about it for 5 minutes i thought actually that's that's shrewd i think that's that's mm-hmm. what John johnson need on, at the moment and obviously the reaction's been you know sort of mixed online as it always will be you'll never please everybody and there are no guarantees when mm-hmm. you're appointing a manager. A lot of them probably hard. don't even I mean, remember the Dundee no.
0: United years. Oh, the first no. cl- the first heart spell. No. No. Some some <clears> might <throat> not even remember the Scotland no. spell no, that, that vividly.
2: It is, it is getting that long ago now, yeah. But um, uh, it, to me, it, it seems, given the fact that I, I believe the job to be one uh, that has a wider scope than just a relegation mm-hmm. battle this season and sorting out that first team, uh, I, I think it's um it's just about as good of a, a good an appointment as St. Johnson could have been <coughs> under these circumstances. Yeah.
0: Well it, it, it kinda answered the question that, that that we were debating this time last week about whether mm-hmm. Saints would be almost almost one eye on what a rebuild would look yeah. like if if they went down. You know, this was before the Kilmarnock mm-hmm. game. None of us were feeling particularly enthused about their about their prospects of stringing some wins mm-hmm. together in the in the short term. They were looking a wee mm-hmm. bit, oh, they were looking cut adrift, you know. It, yeah. was, it was looking that. So I think that answers the question, the appointment in itself, <clears> about <throat> whether Jeff Brown and St. Johnston think this is salvageable.
1: Well, we said last week it was, didn't we? Mm-hmm. I, mean, I think we said it was eminently salvageable. And to be honest with you, you, know, you look at that table and um, two games in hand over Livingston, only three points adrift. Um, only three points adrift to Ross County in a game in hand, and a game in hand over Motherwell, four points adrift, and a game in hand over Hibson, only four points adrift. I mean, it's completely salvageable. It's completely salvageable. And I mean, it's a fascinating appointment in many respects. It does, does various things. It allows, you know, it brings a man into the club who, um, you know, he knows his football. Okay, that's the first thing. he took got contacts everywhere. He knows his football, he's experienced, he's a man manager, he's matured. Um, I mean, he was immature before, but he's he's matured yeah. further. He's at a good age, you know. Uh, and and increasingly we're seeing it, you know. you seen kind of things like post-Coglu and all the rest in the late 50s mm-hmm. and all the rest of it, who are kind of, have got that level of experience. But well, he's only old three
0: people. years older than Jurgen Klopp, Yeah, he's, you know, he's, so he's he's
1: 59. 59, that's right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he, he's got that, he's got the contacts and all the rest of it. Um, He, I think, has learned from the mistakes he made in the past, and that's always an important thing, because plenty of people go through life... You know, um in making denial. the same mistakes in, deni- football, in denial in yeah. the time. And he hasn't He's real and, and I think the biggest one that that came out of his um media conference for me in the interview about, you know with you guys today in the Danny courier, is that he took too much on board. I mean at United he was an absolute workaholic. Mm-hmm. I mean Stevie Campbell tells a great tale about, you know, uh, Phoning him and I'm like, oh right boss and you know we're, we're, uh, where are you just now Stevie? We're in uh, Shetlands, Orkney, oh, yeah, or something yeah. like that. You know uh, the game's just uh, just just about to start. Blah blah. All blah, right, great, fantastic. What were you? He says we we'll in five minutes. He'd <laughs> driven up to mm-hmm. you know a catch a ferry across. The, I mean that was that, to, to watch you know 14s, 15, 16s. Yeah. I mean that was. You that's can what actually it was say like. that I mean, you you know? kind of
2: to be to be. I mean, I'm going to say to be fair, I mean, mm-hmm. it a ridiculous thing to say. But like, look at him um, at breaking. The fact that he's working on an unpaid advisory yeah. basis there, it's a similar thing. And going he's to traveling, games. <laughs> Travelling back and forward. And the game's in his blood. I mean, exactly. he's, you know, he's
1: been a professional footballer since the age of kind of 16. And and Levine's has, has always been one of the more cerebral football players. You know, I know we've got players that went away and did, you know, law degrees and goodness wells. else. But Levine has always been highly intelligent, a, a, a highly articulate, thoughtful individual. Hard as nails, by the way, on the park. And, and, and tough enough, you know... Um, in the uh, in the dressing room as well, and on the training probably room, in the, the probably in
0: the press room as yeah, well. Yeah, as, and it, as and, I'll and know he can't I've seen him point. doing it. You know, yeah. I mean, I've,
1: I've never had Ron and Zoe, but I've seen him doing it. Um, and he doesn't. He kind he, of hesitate to say that he doesn't suffer fools gladly. I mean, he knows he knows how the game works, and I'm talking about the entire game, coaching, managing media, the whole bit. And by the way, that's another thing St. Johnson i want to watch with. Because the, the media profile yeah. uh, goes up. Because, you know, he's the sort of guy that he's very good with media. He, he's approachable. Um, you'll always get a great quote or two from him. He
0: speaks about things that aren't necessarily just... You know, a absolutely. lot of managers are now. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to speak uh, about. It, this, by the that way, other. he will
1: fight. He will fight the club's corner. Remember, it, yes, the United carry on with Rangers. When That'll be Tommy Wright S mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. He will fight the club's corner. So I mean, I have to say, I, I never even contemplated. it. I mean, you know, when I was sitting kind of thinking uh, about who they might go for, it, it never crossed my mind. I just, I thought he was pretty happy in the, the director of football role. I kind of thought he'd bowed out. Mm-hmm. Um, ma- management uh, and I've got, I've got to be honest the more I've thought about this week the more delighted I am to see him back in the game because yeah. he just the game needs big characters and he's a big beast he is a yeah. big character in Scottish football you know I think it's a, it's actually a terrific appointment and Saint, you know Saints go. I'm not going to hog this I'm going to like him back in because he's a head I just <laughs> you know the thing the thing that bugged me was Saints got a bit of stick about the approach to Martin well, there's no there's no any other way you do this in life unless you tap somebody up illegally you know, you want to speak. We want, you know, want, want to speak. to loads of people. It's yeah. so, like, oh, they, they didn't get them. No, no. well, I've uh, got them, my you know. thoughts on that as well. I mean, it was a it was a courtesy
2: approach, wasn't
1: it? Yeah,
0: but yeah. Let's I mean, be honest. They didn't have to. They didn't have they to. Didn't have to.
2: It was a courtesy. Mm-hmm. So, I think for Livingston to come back and you know frame it as if you know mm-hmm. we've put a said, statement like, out oh, no, that naughty. That is a bit naughty. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, they yeah. can that's, that's not impressive. I don't think.
0: Yeah, no, I I agree. So, Sean, what did you? I mean, there was a lot of strands to... Uh, first of all, I have to say, I, the first thing I was looking for in the Craig Levine press conference was mm-hmm. does this look like a man who's got his mojo back, mm-hmm. you know, who's really sort of excited by it. I mean, yeah. I'm not a, as I put it in my, my piece, I'm not I'm not a seasoned Craig Levine observer, but there mm-hmm. are others, you know, having not worked with him. But from what I could see, this looked like a guy that, that fancied it. I liked, well, I said I liked what he said about giving a lot of authority to to Andy Kirk mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I'm a believer that manage, you can do it two ways but I think mm-hmm. at the level St Johnston are at, I think a manager manages and a coach coaches that's
2: certainly room to do we can that, yeah. we
0: can we will find out if mm-hmm. Andy Kirk is a good coach mm-hmm. and is a good strategist mm-hmm. listen Craig is still going to have the he's still going to you know Andy Kirk's going to be following instructions yes. you know and Craig Levine's going to be bringing yeah. all the input Bring well, we'll it together. Uh, uh, yeah. pick the team. Say well, we're doing this, that, the other. So I have. I think it's a good. I think it's a good balance.
2: Do you? Well, it is. I mean, and, and it's also the case that I mean, Craig Levine knows, and Andy Kirk knows, and everybody else knows that. I mean, it's on Craig Levine's head, mm-hmm. however it goes, because he's not. You're not going to throw Andy Kirk under the bus yeah. if things start going wrong, or anything and he's not going like to stick that. him up
0: post match, is he? No,
2: absolutely. So yes, I mean, it's it's a very much a Craig Levine as a manager in the. In the proper sense mm-hmm. of the word, managing the situation, um, and that's—I mean, I was going to say—it's not a new phenomenon. It's in, its <coughs> it has been around for ages. It's a—it's a fairly traditional model that you would have a, a a manager and then somebody on the on the training ground who implements what mm-hmm. they've been told to implement or, or handles that tactical side of things. So, in that regard, there's nothing particularly unusual about that whatsoever. Um, talking about Craig Levine as a uh, and his mojo. If you like. I think he's always like I think the mojo with Craig Levine's more a twinkle in the eye than dancing around the room, isn't it? Yeah, oh definitely. But, definitely. It, but that I mean, we can all think back to uh the the, the the most the one that springs to mind is when he had that um that Barney with, with Neil Lennon. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah, when he yeah. talked about the natural yeah. order and was what just, have you. it, was just, just at you it wasn't it, Absolutely, <laughs> totally at it, on the wind-up, and it worked. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, but, a, a but you could see him. as well, when, when he was <laughs> interviewed about it afterwards, it's, it's a meme uh, now online, you see it all the time, yeah. but you know, he's asked if he had regrets, and he was like, no, that's a good laugh, isn't it? You see that twinkle in the eye? That's what you're looking for from Craig is Just a wee bit of that, wee bit of that. And the other thing that I wanted to touch on that like you mentioned before again, and it's in relation to Tommy Wright, I suppose. And we've spoken about this before, but after matches, there were times when Tommy Wright would walk into the press room, if you like, and the atmosphere would just completely change. If you if he wanted it to, mm-hmm. you know, he could turn it on, and it could it could suddenly become like you, you were in a haunted cave. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrifying, and no, that, I mean, no escape. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that is, uh, and he turned the glare on what have you and i think yeah. that, that's an absolutely brilliant thing to have for a manager and and i mean that that you need a certain as I said, the word gravitas before you need a certain amount of that. And so, you amount of so you basically, you basically
0: only end up asking him, thoughts, thoughts, Tommy, totally <laughs> <Yeah>. thoughts, Craig. <laughs> yes. <You laughs> Rather did, than saying, "No, oh, why did you take that left back off?" You, you know? dare
2: not offer him any impertinence <laughs> or anything like that because you'll uh, <laughs> know all about it. So yeah, I, I mean, I like a bit of that, and that that comes with that comes under fighting the club's corner yeah, and absolutely. stuff like that. And I think he'll do a lot of that, um, and yes, box office as well, because I mean, there's been a a, a couple of years. When you know St. Johnson's fortunes haven't been uh, sparkling, shall we say? But also, in addition to that, I feel like there hasn't been a lot of uh, attempt to positively PR the club through that period either. So I think that's uh, been an issue, and I don't think we'll we'll see that with Craig Levine. I think uh, I think it's uh, <coughs> uh, potentially again we've used the word transformative mm. a lot in recent weeks, mm-hmm. so I'm reluctant to do it, but potentially, potentially. A transformative appointment, and let's hope in a positive way.
0: Yeah, but so well, there are so, some will be listening to this podcast pre mother um, Some will be listening to it mm-hmm. after. But in the the general <coughs> scheme of things, do you? I don't suppose you'll have watched a lot of breaking play football. Uh, so with Andy, Kirk, it's, it's a wee while. It's been a, so. I mm-hmm. you know I did. I've, I've done my done a better yeah, research yeah. on your behalf. They, they do well play, done that f- man. They do play football. <coughs> they do like sure to here. get the ball yeah, down. Sure. Um, an attacking side in the Highland League. Mm-hmm. Do you see I know that I know that Craig Levine said it'll be there'll be a lot of the tactics will be Andy Andy Kirks. He's a pragmatist though, isn't he, Craig Levine? He he he's not gonna he doesn't come here with a system in mind. He's never been a yeah, manager, he's of... never been a I'm a I'm a 4-4-2 man. It, it, I'm it, it, a four three three man. That no, sort of
1: thing. He's not Ange Postecoglou. We're doing it nine men. No, Let's keep a high think, line. I don't
0: think he would have a high line <laughs> at nine men. No,
1: no. no. I mean, he's very much a pragmatist. I mean, he um, look, the, 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 he's got two tasks. One is one is undoubtedly to rebuild the club. I think. What you did know, he? Through, sorry,
0: Jim. What, what did he do when he took? Because the, the nearest comparison, albeit it was ages ago, was when he came in at United. Oh, United. I mean, So United, what, what did he do?
1: He completely reorganised the structure of the club in terms of youth, uh, the youth set up. He's an organiser and he's a delegator. That's the other thing. I mean, you know, you're saying that kind of the relationship with him and Andy Kirk. I mean, he did a lot of work uh, for that, didn't I mean, he? I? Yeah, absolutely. And that's how, you know, you delegate good people in. you. People you can trust. People you know if you say, look, I think we should do X, Y, Z. But also, I, don't, I mean, I don't think he's a dictator, you know. I mean, I think, I, mean, I don't think the relationship will be, you know, Andy, you're a northern dog run about and do exactly what I tell you. I think it's a much more mature relationship than that. I mean, I don't think Andy Kirk's that kind of individual that would, would be like that. I mean, experienced pro as well, you know, I, not necessarily in managerial terms. But mm-hmm. I think he, he is an organiser and he understands structure. And <laughs> he restructured United kind of top to bottom. Um, but mainly what he did is he brought a work ethic. He brought mm-hmm. a work ethic to Tara you know, and and he had good people in the boat. you know, people like Stevie Campbell at youth level and all the rest of it. He had a lot of good people in the boat, and he had a chairman who backed him. I mean, Eddie, Eddie Thompson backed him absolutely. I mean, the two of them were very, very tight. You know, backed him absolutely in, in, in the early days. You know, and it was a it, very few managers leave a club and leave punters kind of gnashing and wheeling their teeth. He did when he went to. school. Well, I
0: I, des- I described him as the most significant person that's on United <coughs> post-McLean. Would that be fair?
1: But, well, I, well look, I mean, it depends what you're talking about. If you're in talking terms of shaping, about, a, shaping but, a club. I mean, it, it was Husty that went on to win the cup. Yes, he but, won the cup, but in but terms overall, of shaping the I mean, club. He inher- it's what you inherit and what you do with it. And he, and he, try that again. He inherited a shambles. You know, United were shambolic, and he came in, and he, he completely restructured, reorganized. And that took work. And, and that's why I think, you know, um, he's made these points in his final spell at heart's. He did too much. He was he probably doing too much at Saturdays as well. He was all over the shop. He was running the first team. He was organising that. He was going to have a look at youth teams at every level. I mean, that, just what McLean did. Mm-hmm. I mean, we Jim did all that. You know, he'd turn up at public parks on a, a mm-hmm. Sunday morning be away watching a, a boys game in the afternoon. He was all over the shop. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. you can only you can only sustain that for so long. Like you have to be a delegator. So I think he does. he's an organiser and he's a delegator. And and he knows the game, and he knows people. He's a man of manager, and I think he's probably got better with age. But his key roles probably to keep
2: got probably got better at delegating, Delegate as well. I mean, and from, and from what it. he was saying in his interviews, that very much sounds mm. like that's that's mm-hmm. the way he's going to go about things. You know, I think he appreciates that, he, as you say, or as as he said, he's overdone it previously mm-hmm. um, when he's tried to spread himself too thin. So, he's purposefully not gonna mm. not gonna do that this time. But you know, uh, I think. The, the the spells at Hearts are interesting. Not the first one, but the second one, which encompassed an awful lot, <laughs> because initially, it was Hearts were just just off the back of administration, and he was brought in by Unbudge to be director of football, which he was. So, uh, Robbie Nielsen was head coach mm-hmm. at that time. So, uh, if you think about a football club, of any skill that's just coming out of administration, but I mean Hearts is is a, is a big yeah. club. There's a lot of work needing done there mm-hmm. at that club because. Inevitably, during administration, you, you end up operating on a shoestring. That's just the nature of what administration is. It's designed to to, to whatever amount of debt you have to get it to mm-hmm. a, a, manageable, a, a level. manageable level or a payoffable mm-hmm. level. And in order to do that, you have to chop and chop and mm-hmm. chop. So when he came into that club, you know, off the back of that, you're building up from not very much to, in Hart's case, what's required is quite a lot. Mm -hmm. so i think it's it's instructive to look at the work as well people want to look at the second the spell as manager and go (laughs) that was a disaster but it's also important to look at what happened before Mm -hmm. that and that encompasses him essentially building up the football side of hearts from nothing to
0: which is pretty close to what it is now i I think put that structure in place certainly Mm.
2: so i think that's i mean that, that that is that's not easy.
0: I would say the structure uh, at Hearts no. is better than <coughs> Aberdeen. <coughs> yeah. from, from the outset, I think, I think things have gone awry. And at first team level at Hearts, mm-hmm. they've lost their way a bit. But yeah. in terms of players who come through their academy and conveyor belts and just generally the club looking like it's it's mm-hmm. you know self-sustaining, it, it, it mm-hmm. feels like it's got momentum. Hearts would be the next one for me after the, mm-hmm. after the big two. But yeah.
2: So I, I think you have to give Craig Levine's credit for, for, for putting that or large parts of that in place. And then, you know, Robbie Nielsen initially was head mm. coach. They finished third there in Europe. Things are going great. He gets a job down in England. Like, Off he the, goes. The Catherall appointment. Ian Catherall yeah, yeah. is a Craig Levine appointment. And, you know, and that's you could look at it and say it's an experiment. don't know if he would characterize it like that or not, but it, it looked like one to me a wee bit. Didn't work. Um, and then obviously he feels... Uh, forced into the dugout mm. at that point and he takes it and you know he's he's it's not just like one season or six months he was mm. there a full season and then yeah. another but another one so um and obviously it didn't end well but uh, i i i think it's too easy just to look at the end of that and go ah oh, well that's that's yeah. that's how you define craig levine I, I think that's completely unfair. I think that's why he's ignores, his mind. Yes.
0: Because he's said that, hasn't he?
2: But it also ignores the greater part, I think, of what of what he did there and why he ought to be thought of as an attractive appointment for St. Johnston. Because St. Johnston, as we've touched on in previous weeks, it's not just a job of what's happening at first team level, how are we going to get out of this relegation battle. There's a lot needing done beyond that. And I know Craig Levine's talking about not spreading himself thin, but he's also talking about delegating so i suspect i wonder whether in time after this season for instance we may see a slight shift in those roles between i mean Patrick i don't th- I, can't remember, I can't remember
0: so. the direct quote but i certainly got the impression that he's he's not going to be like I, I think you will be managing up and down. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, can, I think that's exactly. What. You, don't, you don't get somebody in like no. and you, then, to be an and old then, school manager and they say no, no and no, then no.
2: limit what yeah, you can do you know, for you.
0: you. You watch what's happening in the training room. Absolutely, but that's, that's your thing. No,
2: so yeah, I think that's that's why I think it's such a shrewd appointment, and why I think that that this really, when you think about who else could have come in and done well, a that's job another like that. thing.
0: That's another thing. I mean, some supporters kid themselves about who you could actually get. Oh, I know. I so. I mean, you, you go back when was, when was it United were look, looking to replace Fox, was about February time, was it? Uh, I, th- yeah, I, yeah, think, it I think if you'd yeah. done a poll of United fans, I think, <coughs> I think more would have wanted Levine than Goodwin. Because as much of the guy where Levine was
2: linked he was up. Time uh, but had but conversations Sir Craig, well, you know, they, yeah. they
1: called him Sir Craig. I mean, United fans were kind of, you know, there are very, very few United fans that I know of who don't hold them in the highest regard. Um, for what for what he did at Tannist now a substantial amount of time has passed since that uh, you know is he the same man? No, he's a different bloke. He's different because he's he's gotten older, he's gotten wiser, um, he's matured as we all do. Hopefully we all do, you know. And I, I think one of, one of the intriguing things about Saints, there's, there's two things I think that are intriguing for me. One, Jeff and Stanwell, you know, are the guys who are running it now. Did they make a mistake we appoint Stephen McLean? Well, you could say yes. They didn't, they didn't him. appoint him. Uh, sorry. So yeah, I, 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 it's the, the club uh,
0: though, yeah. Did, yeah uh, no, so was that a mistake? But yeah, l- l- me l- 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 let
1: me try that again. Did, did, they mis- did they make a mistake in allowing him to kind of, you know, uh, go nine, ten games in? Well, I'd, I I don't know. I mean, it, more and more these days, I think you said this last week, I'm a great believer in learning your apprenticeship. You know, you learn your apprenticeship where you make where the mistakes you make are not as much in the public eye. Mm. So if you make them in the, in the you know the the lower reaches, they're not so much in the public eye. Um, but Jeff, you know, Jeff knows business, and Jeff's a delegator. You know, Stan knows business; he'll be a delegator as well. And they brought in a guy who who will also be a delegate, and he's a motivator. And, and I don't mean a motivator in terms of shouting mm-hmm. but you can do that. Motivator in terms of I, I you know. I, the older I get, the more I believe that actually most of us in life just want to know what what our bosses want us to do. What do you want me to do? That. Good. Do it. Now I know my role. And most players are the same. And people at football clubs are the same. They want to know what the role is. Here's what your role is. Here's how, you know, here's, here's what I want you to achieve. How you do it is up to you.
0: It's funny, John, because there was a quarter... I didn't use it in my in my piece because I think I think we just switch, I switched the off when we were just having a blether, But when I spoke to Jeff a couple of weeks ago about mm-hmm. the Manchester United, the, you know the first oh, yeah. the, yeah. the, the mm-hmm. official opening <laughs> on, on the back of Bobby Charlton, down. and we more blathering as you do, going left, right, and centre, and just having a wee sort of reminiscences and all the rest. Of it. And I said, oh, "Scott, you must have been worried when those floodlights went out." Mm-hmm. He says, "Well, he says, don't worry." He says, "I and he, he came out with a sort of life quote. I can't. I wish I could remember what it was. i remember it at some <clears> point in the <throat> He says." I says I don't. He says I don't worry about stuff. You know, as long as I've got good people around me. That's he says right. that's not for me. Eh. He says I've somebody there that would go and fix it. That's you right. know, it's, what's the point of me oh, worrying that's about that's it? You right. know, so that kind of that sums it up, doesn't it? That's right.
1: Yeah. I know, and I mean, it's, it's, I mean, on, you know, uh, the more you look at it, the more sensible the appointment. I mean, look, it might be a spectacular failure. You know, it might, it might be a disaster. It might mean, be irretrievable. Could, yeah. yeah it, but, I mean, well, but, but having well,
0: said that, he will come. He's. You don't get Craig Levine and then get nothing in January. No, no, absolutely.
2: And I mean, regardless of what happens this season, I mean, I mean that might change if it's, a, you know, if it for some reason turns into a complete disaster, mm-hmm. then, oh, gosh, we, we, we'll have the be large direction further. again. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, even if St. Johnson do go down this season, it's not a retrievable, but it's possible. That's mm-hmm. just how it is. But even if they do go down, the project element of this job still remains. The, direction remains the of travel is the, it's, same. the context slightly mm-hmm. changes because you're in the championship now and, you know, as a result, you've got less money coming in and that, that will be reflected in, you know, what they're willing to spend and what have you. But there's still that work needing done on the structural side, mm-hmm. football-wise. So that doesn't change yeah. Johnson go down. So in that regard, again, <clears throat> sensible. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Okay, right. Dundee, I think Dundee are... Just bobbing along now as yeah. we hoped, expected, whatever you want to say. It's funny because I just looked at the league table there mm-hmm. and it actually reflects, for the first time, it mm-hmm. kind of reflects what in my, my eye, what I've seen this season, the, <clears throat> the top six yeah, is kind of where it should be. Not in terms of Greg <laughs> Levine's natural order or anything like that because you, <laughs> yeah. you're seeing yeah. Aberdeens and Hearts and Hibs, not where they would expect to be. Mm-hmm. But in terms of how I've seen teams play football, I was impressed with... St. Martin, very impressed. Yeah. Even though they were playing below their best, I saw. I probably saw Dundee at their best. Judging by <laughs> what others have said, don't think they're actually in their best form just now. But they kind of got a couple of results that maybe they would have deserved. You know, when they were playing St. johnson and the likes earlier in the season. So I think mm-hmm. they're kind of where they sh- they should be. Kilmarnock. although Saints beat them and just about deserved to beat them, mm-hmm. you can see why they. You can see why they were where they yeah. are now and they've, they've won on the back of it as well so I've no objections to them being where they are. Uh, yeah, Dundee. I think this is a this is a fascinating bit coming up now because they've now these two home games they've got isn't St Mern and Hibs and mm, Yeah. Now that is an opportunity to really show okay we're uh, proper proper yeah. top four top five contenders here mm-hmm. you know we're, we should be regarded almost Certainly with Kilmarnock, yeah. possibly even a St Myrne, you know. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Aspirations will be, will be raised if they get good. Because if if they beat St Myrne, they will put a marker down. That's become <laughs> <laughs> sounds. You wouldn't say that in the summer, but beating St Myrne now puts a marker down it in does.
1: this league. Um,
2: yeah, absolutely does, yeah. Um, St Myrne are, are going fantastically. They were unlucky at Celtic Park last weekend. that's say something in itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely blew Saint Johnson away, as we know, and the results have been great all season. So yes, it is. It is a. It's one of those matches now that you look at and think, well, if you win that one, folk will take notice. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> they have had their two wins. Uh, I feel a bit bad about saying that, but they're both against Livingston. I know. Maybe I know, <laughs> beat somebody else. Maybe beat somebody else now. <laughs> uh, no, I mean uh, uh, that's uh, two games against Livingston is what they had in front of them um With rangers well, in between, obviously yeah. rangers in between which which was um turned in a, a bit of a hiding um at the end of it all shame game <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely aye shame yeah, game. it was a bit It of was a shame game, game. um do, although the thing about the flares if we concentrate just on that for a second i i still i think there's an element of um well oh, we don't like to see that ism about it, because actually, and I've said this before. I, I think secretly, quite quite a lot of people think, well, that's cool. <laughs> but no, nobody, nobody wants to. Nobody wants to say, actually, what's the problem here? And I understand there are there are there's legality. It's illegal, first of all, <laughs> to have these things, and and they're dangerous and all that. But at the same time, I was, I must admit, I was kind of like, that's impressive. So, yeah. Yes. There we go. That's where I stand mm-hmm. on that one.
1: Back to Dundee Living. Back to Dundee Living. Uh, yeah. Um, Will there be any flair on the park? <laughs> <laughs> Unlikely. <laughs> uh,
2: but uh, yes, no, I, I actually the, the free kick for the for the most recent game. Anyway, McCown's free kick was stunning. Obviously, <laughs> really, I, I, really I feel impressive. like I
0: should give him credit for that one after taking it away from remember the, mm-hmm. the, the Hearts one blaming. Blaming oh, right, the start. Remember right, that yeah. one near the end yeah. of the season. I wasn't having that. It's a wonder goal. I'll, try, I'll, right. give, I'll give you this. Oh, this ones yeah, yeah,
2: that's one impressive. I thought that. But there, but there is there, there's that element of it, and then actually, Trevor Carson as well. You've got to give him big credit mm-hmm. too because um he makes an incredible save um later in that game, and and it's. I mean, he has got. There's a shot comes in from a Livingston player. If anyone hasn't seen it, and Tremendous. it's def- deflected off a mm-hmm. Dundee defender right in front of him, changes the direction of the shot completely. He's got a millisecond to react it and manages to change direction oh, and get his right left on the hand deck. Out. So he's got, got a yeah. whole body down there and get a strong now, great under. Trevor Carson's 35. I mean, I, I I'm pulling muscles, mm-hmm. sneezing <laughs> at 38. So I mean, fair play <clears> to him. That's, uh, he, he's he's getting on. That's
0: the hours putting in the training ground That's to certainly like that, is. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. but
2: that, I mean, and also, the, the, what that does, I mean, Lee Wilkie said this yesterday in his column, what, what that does for a defence as well, knowing that you have a keeper behind you. We've said this in relation to the yeah. United this season. <laughs> uh-huh. We haven't really said it in relation to St. because, but I mean, it's equally applicable mm-hmm. there. Having a goalkeeper who's capable of doing stuff like that will, will fill a defence with confidence. Um, and yeah, it's a, it's a clean sheet for Dundee and another win, second clean sheet against Livy. So they mm-hmm. they are they are, uh, they are going nicely, but um, yeah, let's see what they do. Mm-hmm. St. Well, it'll
0: be separated by a an international break, won't it? So, yeah. but St. Martin, it's it's become a, the the pressure's off them for this one on the back of the two Livingston results, so they can they can <coughs> you know mm-hmm. play with a bit of freedom, I think.
1: Well, they're at home, so there's there's a on you at home to play with. You know, not just freedom, but a wee bit of verf, You know, a bit of um, a, a, a bit of go. I mean, for, they're expected to take the game to St. Munn. But St. Munn are St. are really lively. They're quick and they've got good touch and movement, and there's a good bit of physicality about them. I'm, Actually, Stephen Robson's done a brilliant job. There. He really has done a he remarkable has. job.
0: He should, he should, well, though, he should get Hearts or Aberdeen if, if one of them. Thank you, think be one of excellent. them yeah, yeah, well, I mean, he's earned a shot, I think, at one of those.
1: The last really great side I can remember of St. was was under Fergie, when you know they, they had some terrific players, you know Abercrombie, Stark, Fitzpatrick, guys like that. Um, <clears throat> no, I'm not saying this side's in that calibre, but but you know they are a really really good team to be sitting there. You know, I mean, they're not clear—they're not clearly third. I mean, they're sitting there six points no. behind Rangers, but game in hand, albeit, but you know, a couple of points ahead of of Killarney, played two games more than them. mean, you know, in the Hearts have played kind of um, one game more and are four behind. So St. Martin at this stage, uh, and, and they've got a good squad as well. It's not just a team, mm-hmm. but a good squad, depth of squad. They are actually looking to me as though not saying they're bolted on or nailed on favourites. They definitely look like a third. Third third finish, at the they need to
0: do something with it. They need to get into Europe or mm. a cup final, something like that, I mm-hmm. think. Otherwise, you, you look back and we. we. I mean, St Johnson did it. They made hay yeah. over mm-hmm. that decade. Other well, teams did, have, yeah. other teams of like <laughs> Mono, for mm-hmm. example, seemed to, for a year, seem to plod along, kind of swapping fourth and fifth or third and fourth with Saints, didn't they? And then never. Uh-huh. They had a couple of European. T- um, trips out of it, I suppose, yeah, but yeah. they never—they've not—they didn't put up. You know, they didn't quite take advantage of that uh, little little yeah. era. You know, St. Got St. Got Mirren in
2: do... particular are one of those clubs where you think they've done nothing. <coughs> I know. They've won the league cup, yeah. you know, uh, under Danny Lennon. I and mean, what have they like even done had One top they six. Well, I I've not even had be that. Be, they've not—they've not done anything. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's in St. Mirren. You know, they, they, I'm sure St. Mirren supporters see themselves as a. A bigger club than St John's. Oh they do. Yeah. Oh they do. <laughs> so I mean it's it's really this is your season to go and prove it then. Because they have done nothing of mm-hmm. no
1: Well they are in terms of support other than yes. win that other
2: than win that League Cup. But I mean in terms of consistency and, and putting putting seasons together and back to back seasons and what have you. Nothing worldly impressive. Well, they've they've, there
0: at they've all. blown a few top sixes over there
2: yeah. and yeah.
1: It's maintaining is it, isn't it? For for see clubs like St Mern and, and and St Johnson and others it's been, I, you know what I often think about and I, I don't know what Hampton happened to him, probably age, I don't know he's still alive, but I often think of Girou on exer you know? I mean, small French club who for years and years? I don't often away, think of years. <laughs> I often <laughs> lie awake at night thinking, you know. i you know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so got that kind of mind, you know. Um,
0: whether he's alive, yes. small
1: French club just you know they punched away above their weight for years and years yes, and years. You know, they did. highly successful. But you need you need a combination of things for that. You need somebody, you need people I think to be in in place for a long long time, commit themselves. And all the rest that it. It might be the Levine model, but St. John's going there for years and years. They are, they are a vibrant
0: side at the moment. They are, and are scalp in the here and now yeah, for Dundee. Definitely. So we'll, we will see what they do. United, Sean, mm-hmm. were you surprised that they dropped points to Inverness? Do um, you have to be? Because they were beating everybody. Yeah, I suppose
2: on. so, but uh, I mean, they, they they weren't beating themselves. So I mean, I'm 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 inclined to take the glass half full uh, approach to that one. Um, they're still unbeaten this season. <coughs> Inverness have improved since Duncan Ferguson took over quite clearly. Um, what's that, four games now? How many points is that? Gosh, yeah. now you're, you're testing. It's three or four games. I'm sure they've taken... Well, they're
1: well, sitting there on nine points, you know. The they've won at, least, well, they've, they've go. won at least two. So so won won no, it is four.
2: Mm. So they've got uh, eight points in four games. Mm. So there you go. That's so a bounce. That's, uh, that's mm. definitely a bounce. Um, and compared to what had gone before, it's significantly better. So um, I, I think it's fair to say after, after certainly after four games, mm-hmm. but probably even after three, you could have said it, that Duncan Ferguson has come in and improved them. So there, it's not the same Inverness that it would have been before. Um, and yeah, I mean, we're at that stage now where it's like you look at United, we say, oh, they've dropped points. <laughs> there's an element of it like being oh that's a failure of some sort mm-hmm. it's not really I mean they're still unbeaten they're still top of the league <laughs> Wraith Rovers dropped points as well which helps them well, I was going to say I can't oh, remember
0: absolutely. I mean it feels to me as if any time United have dropped points no, it's now Wraith Rovers but at the start uh-huh. of the season it was when they dropped they, they drew with some and right. <laughs> whoever you were thinking might have been the rivals at the time yeah. didn't make it yeah. it's just Nobody has. No, nope. for me, Raith Rovers had to beat Airdrie. Yeah. If they'd beaten Airdrie, that's It would have. That would have been a lot. Well, l- that would be, That pressure would have been pressure. One. That yeah. would have been pressure.
2: Yeah, absolutely. The fact that the fact that they didn't is. Uh, I mean, that makes that draw. So f- what? Perfectly fine. Uh-huh. It doesn't make a difference. On it? to the next one. Nothing's changed. We continue, and that's that. But again, I mean, I mean, even that inclination to look at Dundee United drawing at home at Inverness and going. Pfft, that's not great. I mean, that's just it speaks of how high our expectations have got for Dundee United this season. You know, we've been talking about mm-hmm. whether they're going to go invincible and, and and what have you. Still a long way away from that, but they are so far after twelve games. Um, so yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I, it's not a it's not a superb result, but
1: it's fine. Well, it's totally fine. If, if you can't win, don't lose. Yeah, know, I mean. I, I, I think it, it's just simple. You're, you're not. I mean, you know. I'll, you know I mean, I wrote a piece saying, "Could they go the season? Could they become invincibles?" I mean, I, you know, in my heart of hearts, I believe it. Probably not, because it's a very, very tough ask of any team at any at any level. It doesn't matter. You know, there's always a day where two or three of your boys are off form. There's a couple of injuries to key players. And the other the other side is, the, you know, absolutely the top of their game. to bring their A game, whatever. So it's, it's, it's going to be very, very difficult indeed. But, you know, 12 games in, sitting there on 28 points, 31 goals scored. Only five, I mean, five goals conceded in 12 games is remarkable. Absolutely remarkable. And, you know, we're talking about goalies and all the rest of the United have done the same. They built from the back out. They built from Walton. He's got a great central defensive partnership, a couple of good full backs. Um, midfield looks solid, more creative than it did. Got the goal scorer up front. Um, so it's it's all been kind of, it's not been plain sailing, you know, but it's, it's all been very, very steady as you go. It's really good, solid progress. Um, and I think uh, if anything surprises me, it's just how big the gap is between the likes of Partick and Dunfermline, and kind of Ayr as well. Who I thought would be mm-hmm. serious. I mean, you look at mm-hmm. Dunfermline already on half the points that United are on. You know, United's twenty eight points, Dunfermline fourteen. I mean, they're at the race already. It's a yeah, the race gap already already for winning. I mean, this stage mean, stage I little, it. but you yeah. know, um, it, it's a straight Fistled shot. Nine,
2: this 9 points adrift already yeah. at this stage. Yeah,
1: bad. so this is yeah. a straight shot between United and Race. Uh, yeah. And to me, I mean, you know. I, I Ian Morris done a remarkable job there at Starks Park, and the people that have moved in um, are very ambitious. But United, I think, have more quality um, and, and, and more depth and, and a kind of um, organisationally, I suspect, that you know, mm-hmm. they will see this and they'll come they'll, they'll come straight up. But, you know, um, there's a test room every week. There are going to be tests every week. As they were with Inverness. I mean, for Inverness to come down, they're, they're trying to impress Big Duncan. He's a guy you don't want to let down. But also it's, you know, there's guys guys at clubs like Inverness fighting for their future. That's the other thing. And as the season wears on, boys that are maybe at a contract in the summer have got to kinda of try extra hard and managers that might be coming under a bit of pressure have got to try extra hard. You know, it's never just one team mm-hmm. um, against the rest. you know, United are doing tremendously well, but there'll be a challenge every single week. I mean, somewhere along the line it's liable to to come adrift. It could have easily been on Saturday. But you know, for a club to go you know, it's their best ever start, isn't it? To uh, you know, mm-hmm. to, to a league campaign, twelve games unbeaten. It's just, it's remarkable. Well, it. I mean, they also go behind and come back. I've done that a few times. It feels like they've done that a few times. Absolutely. There's a, there's a real. Particularly a paradise, actually. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. yeah. So it's, I mean, that's. I mean, guts. The guts are there. They're not in question.
1: Robust, resilient. You know, all of the things that all the things that top sport is about. No, just football, I mean, you know, to be to be, um, you know, we've talked before, I mean, we've seen the situation that St Johnson with one of the players. You know, players players have their own personal issues, mm-hmm. players have, you know, have things going on in their lives that they've got to kind of try and rise above and do the job. And no doubt, no, for every walk of life, but you know, sometimes it's easy to forget that about, about players and teams and all the rest that you know, players, managers, coaches, they will face. Uh, challenges um, off the park uh, as well as on the park and all the rest of it, and it takes it takes a good manager. And I, I'm, I'm and I'm delighted to see Jim Goodwin, you know, progressing so well because you know he got some serious grief after the Aberdeen thing when what went wrong. And it's 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 very easy in life to point, and we all do it. You know, we point the finger, and go, oh, that's how he's washed up, and you know, okay, it was a bad a, a bad experience. He's come through, and, and he, he's looked remarkably resilient mm-hmm. and robust, and he's got to lead. He's the guy who's doing the leading in and he's in, he's been inspirational, I think, for uh, for some of these players. And it's great as well to see some of the guys, some of the boys that have come from like Spartak and, and stepped up because they've come to a bigger club and they've stepped up to bigger, um, you know, bigger expectations and all the rest. And I think they've risen to challenge magnificently. So I think, you know, if you're a United fan at the minute, you know, you'd, you'd be a pretty sour individual to be able to. Criticise easily, they've done really, really well.
0: Would you uh, are you starting to think possible tweaks to that? I know could Joe. Is he getting is he getting near to a start? Do you think Uh, he had a fair chunk off the bench? Are you just
2: yeah? I mean, maybe. I mean, it's when you've when you've got, I mean, clearly, he started the season really, really well. (coughs) Um, it was a suspension that that knackered him initially, wasn't it? -hmm. He went out, um. Did he have an injury off the back of that? Mm. I can't
1: remember. As well,
2: yeah. I think he might have done, mm. but he was certainly suspended. That's what took him out of the team in the first place. Um oh, so when he
1: went down, there was a wee. Was it the, the referee. Uh, yeah, the yeah, I think yeah. they. I, I thought yeah. it was a poor sending
2: off. So, but again, it's a mark of it's a mark of the the, the quality that's there, and a mark of um, how well people are playing. That if you go out of that team, you're going to struggle to to get your way back in, and that's that's just how it is when when things are going very well. You have to. You have to either. I don't know. You have to either. I don't know how you earn your opportunity. So unless somebody has a shocker or gets injured mm-hmm. or gets sent off or something like that, that's when your opportunity is going to present so itself. How it, so. it should be. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. So it, it might be the case that uh, you know if there's if there's a wee a, a wee loss of form somewhere, but I mean you're looking at that the, the places that you would slot into that team, and you're looking at Kai Fotheringham, for that's, instance, who's playing really well. You're looking at Glenn Middleton, who's in mm-hmm. good form as well. Are you going to take one of them out? I mean, unless they need a rest or unless mm-hmm. they're injured or suspended or something else like that. I mean, I, I don't see why Jim Goodwin would be tempted to tinker too much mm-hmm. with that. Because if it's not, if it's not broke, don't fix yeah. it. Um, so I think he may well find himself having to be a wee bit patient, mm-hmm. could you, to be honest. And, and and you know, you will get chances off the bench in these matches. Um whether it's you know just a, a tactical tweak or, <coughs> or or somebody takes a knock or something like that, I think he'll have to content himself with that just now, unless he comes on and absolutely <laughs> turns in an incredible mm-hmm. match-changing performance. At which that point, yeah, he, ha- he does. But at which point you maybe have the discussion about well, mm-hmm. actually, has he Andy's place back now at this point? But while, while 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 you've yet. got players who are playing as well as as Fotheringham and Middleton and those. Two positions that you would probably like to put them in. By your time. You're son. gonna have to wait. Yes,
0: yeah, indeed. I mean, Don that Did you did you watch any of the Don and Morton on the on the telly the other night? I did. I uh, thought uh, I was yeah. I was <clears throat> starting to think. Had the result gone the wrong way, questions would be be getting asked about James McPake just purely because mm. that really wasn't the isn't the part of the table that Don <laughs> should be inhabiting um but it was a it was a big big win and they did well against united didn't they yeah and they, they played have they played them <coughs> twice am i right in saying that did they play them they played them in the in the cup mm-hmm. didn't they when they had a raft of injuries mm-hmm. at tanadice i'm talking about against united they've played them twice at tanner yeah. something and they, 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 they took uh they took got a draw in the league and got <coughs> got well beaten with their, their kids in the mm-hmm. in the week cup. i think that's mm-hmm. i think i'm right in saying so are you given them any chance Jim
1: I, I, well I, 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 they've got no chance of winning a league
0: no I mean, not, I'm not I'm I, mean. <laughs> 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 yeah. I thought you meant the
1: league there for no, no 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 yeah I mean of course their memory is on absolutely they're in with a Make chance a I mean for starters it's a Friday night game isn't it it's it's uh, a Friday night game and it's at East End Park. You so have had quite a few.
0: Of them. It's, the it's day, not day, another uh, anniversary, is it? Um, no,
1: no, I I had a, that few. One. <laughs> <had> a few. <laughs> you know, the Friday night game, East End Park. So of course they, they, they've got a chance, now, but it's not big test for United, you know. Um, the will be ab- absolutely up for it. I mean, <clears throat> I kind of wonder if has turned out a much more a rebuilding job at East End Park than either the you know those who run the club. And or maybe even we thought, thought, yeah, thought, yeah, looking yeah, for the outside, I, yeah. I, and I think you know somewhere along the line you're going to go where kind of. Um, you know, you're going to go with a manager who brought James McPake and you've got to give him a, a decent length of time to actually kind of restructure another. I mean, and they
0: do want uh, to go young from what, I've, yeah. from what I've heard of the the management mm. as in mm. the model yeah the, model. the, the yep. management behind mm. James McPake they're not for, for yes, buying the boys in their early 30s and no, so they, they, if you're
1: going to do that what's the point of bringing somebody in and, and immediately putting them under pressure you give the season you see how how it's working out you see what's coming through the youth system, academy system, whatever they've got. Um, and um, you know, you, you help them with the signings. I don't know if they've got kind of, who helps them with the recruitment there these days, but <coughs> and, you know, in answer to your question this, they, they, of course they've got a shout, but I mean, United are the better side. I mean, you, you cannot be sitting on double the points of the team you're about to play and it'd be seriously argued that you're not a better team. So it's it's, it's one that United should, and I hate this expression, but I'll use it anyway, take something from, you know? Um, I, I don't think you should ever be kind of blase enough to say Donny and it don't you think you should go to Dunfermline and beat them at East End Park. Cause Dunfermline's a big club, you know. They, they've, mm-hmm. they've got a great history. They've, they've been up and doing in times, but they're still a big club. Um, I, I, I personally, I think it's tragic that they're not in a bigger league. You know, I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of a moving to a 16 at least, um, and I, I think clubs like the Falkers and, and who United actually meet after that. In the uh, the Challenge Cup, I think clubs like that should be in it, but that's that's for another mm-hmm. day. Um, I, United, I think will fancy their chances of winning there. Um, but Dunfermline, I mean, you know, God forbid if Dunfermline were ever starting to think we have no chance against Dundee United at home, mm. you'd just you'd wrap it up and just go home, wouldn't you? I
0: you think we're uh, ho- hopefully we're in the. I haven't, I haven't checked the the BBC schedule, but hopefully we're in the rhythm of Friday. This is this is the, this is the mm-hmm. first one this season that i thought, oh yeah, I'm going to make sure I watch this one. Mm. This, this one's really got me, yeah. me a bit excited about it because, uh, you know, I think Dunf, Dunfermline can, uh-huh. I think they should be a playoff team Absolutely. and I think they've got a, a I really like Ali McCann's wee brother, I think, he's yeah, one Lewis I would have, McCann, I know that yeah. there was a bit of interest from Saints at one point, but it wasn't It wasn't quite <clears> the <throat> right window, I think it was the window that Chiffey came in, you know, and he was too He was oh too dear. young, he was too young then for that situation, yeah. but you just look at the size of him and mm. yeah, he's, mm-hmm. no, so yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward to this one. No,
2: yeah, it's good, I mean, I, I think I've said before about Friday Night Football and, and what makes for a good fixture. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, there's an element of what's going on on a table at the time as well. But I like a bit of uh, <coughs> locality. Mm. And, you know, Dunfermline and Dundee, you know, they're not next door, but they're not my own. Our brothers so. let us down
0: on a Friday night, let's yeah, yeah. uh, well, really well, be honest. With, what, what right. they <laughs> yeah. I'll be 11 0
1: average. One of the things for me that makes it, I think what will make this a good one is, uh, you know, don't. East End part is a proper football ground. It is. I, I, it's a very, know, cold I, 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 I was very cold football club Oh, it's very like, cold. Do you know what? There's, there's a point. You're talking about United. You we've the we've, crowd, we've, you we've you praised United
2: for, yeah. their, for their attendances this season. when The punters mm-hmm. have really stuck by them yeah. and, you know, turning up in seven, 8,000 mm-hmm. at home and stuff like that. But Dunfermline, similarly, I mean, they're getting great crowds yeah, as they're well. They're a support the club. Great So, I mean, United, you would imagine, will take a couple of thousand through there on a Friday night and Dunfermline could easily have five
1: you're looking at seven thousand. Know, it yeah? could mm. be 7,000, eight 000 000 like that. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Which is which will make for a great spectacle as well.
1: And I think that was one of the issues with the Morton game the other night. I mean, try, try empty, as, stands, empty, empty stands, empty stands. and yeah. you know, just kind of you know I mean a, i is was yeah. almost going I, to say yeah, it's the dump of the base. I actually quite like Capolo, you know. We've got fond memories at United under challenge to under charge to, to win the title and jump put the three bosses on and then went down with thousands, thousands on the way down, you know. I remember coming back up the road and Rangers fans cheering cheering United, you know, because <sighs> they knew you were going to win the league that year. Um, but, uh, you know, when you're playing and there's kind of a scattering of players here, there. and It's one of the things that makes the English game look so good. You know, you've got full houses and all the rest of it. I mean, mm-hmm. I still don't understand why we you know, see at places like Kilmarnock, like the house people on the top stand. You've got I know, just put them in the bottom, and you know, the camera uh, can
2: see them. You think, oh, I agree you know, with no, that. Just cover it yeah. with
1: yeah. a make very the basic, basic stuff. From to me, it seems
2: incredibly thing. basic. Yeah. Like, if you're trying to create a spectacle, oh,
1: why on earth are you hiding yeah.
2: people out of sight of cameras? Yeah. Like empty seats don't look good. Well, that'll not
1: be the problem at firmly. I mean, that'll that no. look good because you'll have, you'll have a minimum, I'd have thought of 6,000, maybe 7,000, Sean, you might be could be, I mean, there was almost 7,000 between United and Wraith. and Infernal, a bigger supporter club than Ruth Rovers. So it could
0: be a very good crowd, indeed. Very good. No, no, look forward to that one. Okay, then. Thank you very much, gents. We will be back next week. Thank you for listening. Bye bye.
2: If you like the podcast, we'd be grateful if you tell your pals about it, or even better, leave a review or a simple rating on iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts. All that really helps people to find talking football, and that means a lot to us. Don't forget too to pick up your copy of The Courier Monday to Saturday or go to thecourier.co.uk slash subscribe to find out how to get our award-winning sport, business and local journalism across Tayside and Fife in the way that's right for you. The Courier. Local matters.